0: everyone, and welcome to the I Don't Know Show with Joe. I'm Joe, and I don't know much about God, but my guest Noah does. Noah, thank you for joining the show.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me. I just want to say I've never claimed about knowing anything. I claim <laughs> that I don't know a lot, but this is what we uh, decided to talk about. We can't so both don't... not
0: know. If we both don't know, what the fuck are we going to talk about?
1: <laughs> you, you have to start uh, interviewing people who know things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, fine. Noah, but do you believe in God? Yes or yes, no? Yes, I do, very much so. Okay, what is God?
1: What is God? It's a very uh, broad question. Um, I thought you'd make maybe uh, ask a more specific question, but what is God? God is the creator of the universe. Um. It's a great question to start off with, I'll, I'll tell you that much. Well, t- I'm asking because you believe in God,
0: and a lot of people say they believe in God, but then they have trouble defining it, so it's just interesting, because you believe in something, right? So just, what, like, what is the thing that you believe in? Right. So
1: God is the the uh, all-powerful creator of this universe, and um, we exist because of him, Uh It's really, truly the only thing that existed before our universe did, and I feel like there's a lot you could say about that. I think it's more about discussing all the other things that you can determine what God is. We also can't understand God because it's beyond our small mind, human comprehension. So maybe we can. So my my first initial uh, answer was creator of the universe. So that's the starting point. God okay. created the universe um, and then interacts with his people that he made and the world that he made, Okay, which is a whole other uh, question.
0: <laughs> so are we like a, like a video game and God's the programmer and we're all living inside a simulation?
1: I think that's a very simplified way of looking at it. I would I would think it's a it's a lot more it's like the most complex version of that possible ever to exist and we're not <laughs> able to create that it's beyond our ability to create that level of complexity um, but but yes that is uh that's well listen everything everything that we're talking about and what I'm saying is what I believe so I can't be wrong with what I believe so you can't I know be wrong that.
0: with what you believe that's why I'm asking you questions because I want to know exactly. what you believe so. So, okay, creator of the universe who created the world and interacted with his creations. Um, uh, like it, it, So, okay, so, so what version of God? There's a lot of people who believe in God, right? I actually Googled this. 81% of Americans, according to Gallup in 2022, believe in God, which I, I actually thought was really high. But apparently the highest was 98% in like the 50s and 60s, which is crazy. And I bet if you ask, in a Muslim country, it's probably 95 to 100% depending on the consequences for saying no. Uh, but there's a lot of people that believe in God. Are, do they all believe, believe in the same God? When people say they believe in God, are they all talking about the same thing?
1: Um, I think people have different understandings of what God is or what God is to them. Um, I think the reality is that people, um, that's interesting is that people believe in God, one God and not multiple gods. There are. So that's interesting. Um, yeah, but like if if you ask someone like, do they believe in God? Like that's assuming that they, do you believe in that there is one God and only one God? So that's an interesting thing that – that did uh, it, 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 it say on the poll, like, do you believe in multiple gods? No,
0: the poll was for Americans, and it was uh, do you believe in God is the current question. There were different versions of it in the past, so I don't know what it was when it was at 98%, but the current one was just do you believe in God. But right. that's because we have our uh, – it's a Christian country. Some would say um, Judeo-Christian. It's, not, it's a
1: christian influence country, for <laughs> Some sure. Some people say
0: Judeo-Christian, but... Judeo-Christian. I think they're just trying to fit the Judeo in there. <laughs> we like Jews, too. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I think because a lot of our culture was shaped by the Judeo-Christian, um, you know, thought... And that makes sense. Why even the question is, do you believe in God? Like they're like they're coming from a, of course there's only one God. Do you believe in God, or like did the public school system completely brainwash you that the government's God or something? You know.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> wh- why is it crazier? Like the the way you phrase the question, like why would it be crazier to believe in multiple gods than one God? Like what is the actual difference in terms of which one's more believable?
1: Well, it's interesting because just like like m- most um, religions now, especially in the West, are the Judeo-Christian ones. So it's it's and
0: Islam, like, that's like a large and, large amount, and Islam as PS, well. So they're yeah. all
1: they all believe in one God. Um, multiple gods used to be a lot more popular. A lot of a lot of what we're talking about, and what I understand, is coming from the Ju- Jewish, is it the Jewish perspective? So like that's an important thing to you know mention because. I think that's where the one god comes from. Which is interesting. So 81% of Americans believe in the Jewish god basically.
0: But is that is that true so, so so you're saying that people that believe in god, at least the ones who are in a monotheistic faith, when they say they believe in god are saying the same thing effectively.
1: Um I think that's overly broad because you don't – you'd have to ask them specific things as follow-up questions once they believe in God to determine that. So you can – if you assume that, you'd probably be wrong because I think people have different understandings of God. Like what are the shared understandings is a good question of what God is. What did 99 or 100 percent of people believe that God is, that everyone is – In uh, agreement of. So what do you think those things are? Harder to understand. Sorry.
0: What do you think those things are? The shared things, and maybe what some of the different things you, if you know, if you think.
1: Like it's the overwhelming. Like I think creator of the universe, um, because if you believe in God, you believe that God created the world. Um, I think not. Some people. I've talked to a lot of people. They not everyone believes that. uh, Um, that God interacts with. The world on a regular basis, a lot of people might believe that God created the world, and then it was like, "See ya, good luck."
0: Yeah, I mean, to be fair, the last book came out like two thousand years ago, and there hasn't been a sequel. So, like, what's uh, what's going on?
1: It's, it's like Game of Thrones. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> we're waiting, God. <laughs> When's the next book coming out? But no, if but pray, if
1: you're afraid of God enough, you'll get George R. R. Martin to write more. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, so that's like those are those are like that. Even that one, that one piece alone, like it, does, is everyone gonna uh, like that? Would be a good follow up question for that Gallup poll you mentioned, but they probably didn't answer it. Ask it, but like, what are the other things that people might like? That's something that people might not even not might not even agree on. Um, so yeah, uh, what what else would they might like that God is all powerful?
0: Do you think like, people believe in God but don't believe God is all powerful? Are you saying that's one of the shared things?
1: Um, I'm thinking it's a potential shared thing, but like I don't think everyone, 100% of people believe the same thing. That's that seems so hard and difficult. Like ask like any any topic really, like unless like <laughs> is the Earth round? <laughs> not a hundred people don't be- agree on that. Yeah, well, like, it's not
0: perfectly spherical, um, uh, but it the, is the, the opposite of flat. Behind. What's that? Yeah, the picture behind you proves it. <laughs> Um yeah, no, I guess that's that's why I was asking that because I I feel like when like polls like that say do you believe in god or or people if you ask them do do you believe in god um there is kind of an implicit assumption that we're speaking the same language, but I think you're right. I think people define it differently, so it it really shouldn't be counted as one thing, but then even within like the same religion, like I don't know if all Jews who say believe, they believe in God agree on the definition of God, you know?
1: Yeah, but they're they're probably more aligned than what the Christian and a Jew versus a Christian or a, right. a Jew versus Islam or Islam versus Christianity what they believe in God. So they're going to be more aligned, but yeah, there's definitely going to be differences within within religions.
0: So why why do you believe in God? Where does that come from?
1: it's in my best interest too
0: but is that is that the real reason like uh, do you believe in other things just because it's in your best interest but you believe that it's true so isn't that why you
1: um, to you can believe in other things but ultimately believing in God is the most powerful belief that would feed it all those other things. Like, I believe I can do this. I believe I can do this if God helps me do this or if God wants me to do this. If, if, if God, like, if that's like a driving force.
0: Gotcha. So, like, have you always believed in God? Have you ever gone through periods of doubt? Just trying to get a background. I think,
1: I think I'm a more spiritual person. Um, I, I've, I've mostly believed in God my entire life. I think a lot because my mom is very spiritual and I was brought up in like a Jewish environment. Um, whenever I like rebelled against the, you know, the, the different things that we had to do, um, that I didn't want to do cause I was a kid or a teenager or just wanted to eat something that was not kosher. You know, I didn't, I didn't stop believing in God, like like some people are like, I can't believe in God because I just want to eat bacon because I can't live with that dis that like cognitive dissonance. Um, I-, I never I like I-, I was forced to live with that cognitive dissonance, <laughs> so like I never stop believing in God even if I were to rebel. It's just more about believing that I can do everything that God expects from me. Is is uh, is a little bit more difficult than believing in God.
0: So, y- you believe in God, but y- you're. All, not gonna follow all the things all the time um, because other things might be more important in that moment.
1: Well,' we're, we're, we're essentially limited. So like like can I follow everything? I can try. will I follow everything? I will probably fail. Will I give should I give up the second I fail? No. So like essentially no one can do everything, so that's an unrealistic expectation. So, so, but let's say you wanna, you wanna, you know, a lot about Judaism is is about connecting with God, and that, so like you should continue to try doing those things, and if you fail, you should just keep trying. Um, so, like, but it's 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 like the whole the whole idea of sin is the fact that we can, uh, you know, not get everything done the way that we're supposed to. We're supposed to constantly be failing and improving. It's part of the. It's part. It's a. It's a feature, not a bug. You know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, but how how do you know um, that God is real, and how do you know that your God is the right one?
1: Isn't Those it lucky
0: that you were just born into the right religion?
1: I'm definitely very lucky in a lot of ways, um, so that definitely helps, but... Like, how do I? What's your two questions? How do I know my <laughs> God is real? And and what's the other one?
0: They're all basically the same question. Like, how do you know God is is real? How do you know your God is the right one? Because we said there there are multiple religions, multiple definitions, and I mean, it, it, it the last question was kind of a little uh, tongue in cheek, but isn't isn't it lucky that you just happened to be born? into the right religion. You could have easily the right religion, that's funny. been born into um, a different family.
1: I, I don't I think don't, like you you can be born a non Jew or a Jew, a Christian, whatever. Like you're meant you're born in whatever way you're born. Like that has nothing to do with like does God exist or not? Or with the definition of God. That like God exists outside of us. And like we can try to seek to understand God um, or to do God's will in this world, which is ultimately what we what our, our tasks our task is. Um, but you know how <laughs> do I know why God <laughs> is real? So I, I'm constantly trying to understand and learn what God is and I've, I've uh, like who God is and trying to connect to God because I've, I've learned from trial and error that that's in my best interest.
0: What do you mean by that? like what what trials and um, errors have have shown that to you?
1: So first off, the first thing you need to do is learn. So like we we believe you know the the five books of Moses, the Torah, um you know that's how that's that's a, a story a, a, like like a collection of of teachings of uh, it's god's it's God's word to us. It's the closest thing we have to God because um, it was written by God and you know we can we could discuss the the specifics of you know the different uh, author voices and you know the fact that you know he had to give it through Moses or Moshe depending on how you want to call him and there's there's all these different details but ultimately the belief is that that is the closest word of God that we have in this world um, and then we have all the rest of the tradition. So we we have um, the word of God or the closest thing to it in this world passed down through generations. Um, and now we're here and we can learn all of that or as much as we can can learn. It's, it's very hard. But that can help you um, construct an understanding of God and tie that into your life uh, if you so choose.
0: So in that case, do you believe that everything... Written within the Torah is uh, historically accurate. Are they more Jordan Peterson like metaphoric uh, allegories?
1: Um, so in in Judaism, it's it's accepted that everything actually happened, but I think there's a lot of things that are beyond our understanding. So for us to just try to make a quick judgment call um, could be foolish. So, did everything historically happen? Um, to what extent did the details need to be exact? Uh, so, like, yes, they did happen, but you know, you could say, well, the, the the creation story sounds crazy or something like that, and like we can get into the details of all that and and just trying to wrap your mind around that because that always that always found it I always found that interesting, but like they they, they teach you so much. Um, that it's not even, it doesn't, I don't think it matters so much to f- try to figure out, like, did that, did all those specific details actually happen? Because I think that the message of the stories and the message of the words are, are what's really important there. And to get, try to get lost into, did this really happen? I feel like you're coming from a, um, it's more of an attitude of, like, maybe this is completely wrong and I can reject it completely. And I, I think that's the wrong attitude to have because then you're just lost in nothingness. And that's not in your interest. Like I said, it's <laughs> in my best interest to, to believe in God. Yeah, you've mentioned so,
0: that a, a couple of times. Can you explain what you mean, like, that it's in your best interest? Like, what what do you mean by that?
1: It will make my life better in many ways to Dude. believe in God. Okay. Um so we could pick any any aspect. What's the mo- what's the what's what's what do you want most in life, Joe? I don't know.
0: Ha. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that question <laughs> actually. This was uh something that I I asked myself a lot on my last mushroom trip. I said what what do I want and why should I want it? And then I don't really know actually what I want. i'm lost in a sea of nothingness as you said yeah
1: so (laughs) how does that make you feel
0: um it makes me feel a lot of things um it makes me feel kind of limitless but uh at the same time like directionless but at the same time um just curious, and there's so many possibilities, um, but at the same time, I don't know what the fuck to do. So, yeah, it's a lot of things simultaneously.
1: <laughs> and how how long do you want to go on like that?
0: Until I find the truth. I'm just a, I'm just a seeker, man. I'm a truth seeker.
1: Exactly. So one of the big truths is that That's what God I created the world, and He can help you. If, and you and you have to help him
0: how do we I have help a relationship him? huh how do i help him why would an all-powerful god need my help
1: <laughs> i think the best answer is that he like you know it's like why Why do you do anything like you want to create something <laughs> like you're either bored or interested in something like god doesn't need any of that so why did he do that he created an imperfect world like a perfect being created an imperfect world so that it can perfect itself i think that's the most simple understanding of it all but like like why be above that Nothing would exist otherwise, it would just only be God, and then it would just only be God forever. like we ha- he wanted to create I guess more complexity in the world, by creating a world that has imperfect complexity
0: yeah, I mean i I <laughs> you said it's simple, but i i find I don't find it that simple. Um, it's a it's actually a very interesting statement right he's uh an imperfect being that i mean a perfect being they created a perfect world i mean i don't have any answers by the way i only have questions because so, like there's okay. no better answer like there's nothing bad about the answer that uh the reason the world exists is god um i mean there's just i i don't understand why that would be correct but I don't have any better ideas. (laughs) Right. At the end of the day,
1: like, the world was created by God. Why? I don't know, but God must know, so let me point my direction towards him, and maybe I'll understand or something good will happen in in doing so. Because what else is there? I could potentially get distracted by something that's bad. Because we don't believe... God isn't bad. God is good.
0: Well, that that takes me to the next question. Is... What's good and bad? Like, do you derive morality um, from God?
1: <laughs> that was a whole question in the in the chat <laughs> yeah. recently. Because I was my question. Because I want to understand, like a whole, a whole, a whole part of like a lot of people. Like uh, I've heard uh, someone speak on the on the Torah recently. Is that what defines morality? Is God defines morality, and He gave that to the Jewish people. To spread across the, across the world, that's what the Ten Commandments is. That's what all the all the mitzvahs, the command, the commandments, the rest of the commandments, are.
0: But I feel uh, like there's a lot of things in uh, in the Torah that are uh, that align with my morals, and a lot of things that I feel like contradict my morals. So I don't know if you feel the same way, or do you, do your morals all align with God's morals? <laughs>
1: Um, so here, here's the front one thing. You like if if I have a problem, uh, I think God is right and I'm probably wrong because what do I know? I'm I'm Joe. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But God's right, and this is this is what He gave us. This is the closest thing that we have to God, and based off of that, this for for some reason, if if something seems not moral to us. Then we have to look close, as close to it as possible and try to understand as much context to see what what exactly it is, and, and it will teach us a lot about our own morality and 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 how we understand it as we un, like discover what these things are. So, can you give me an example of something that like obviously there's a lot of things I can you give agree you a bunch. with. It's probably ninety-five percent you agree with, and then five percent I was like, mm, I don't know, Joe. You know, I don't. <laughs> what's going on over here? Um, Seems a little uh, immoral. But I don't know it's if like it's
0: ninety-five. Give me an example. I would have to go one by one. For those who don't know, six hundred and thirteen biblical commandments and a bazillion more rabbinical ones. I would have to count them all to see which percentage I agreed with or not. Um, let's see. Okay, let's start with ones I agree with. Okay. Uh, Love your neighbor like yourself, or whatever. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think that's <laughs> a commandment. <laughs> is a commandment, for sure.
1: That's a, mit- that's
0: a mitzvah? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean to love? <laughs> honor your mother and your father. Um, what else is really good? Um, she said one ten commandment. Be, be fruitful and multiply might be good.
1: Uh, to Populate uh, the earth so that we have people.
0: I don't know. We're killing. It, the planet. it may. It Maybe may or may not have, be good. I don't know. What would you say? I said it may or may not be good. That I guess it's it's debatable based on a lot yeah, of. Yeah, a lot of people have a problem with that one. Yeah. Um, there's also. Um, there's a lot of things about treating people nicely that that are commandments. Be, being
1: kind to others in general, or showing other people respect, but, is something you agree with. Yeah, the, the non-aggression uh, principle. Not, the
0: ones that align with the non-aggression principle, I'm I'm pretty happy with. <laughs> then there are ones that uh, encourage aggression, <laughs> like like what? Uh, like killing homosexuals, like uh, having There's a no... system of slavery, like uh, so having a system of slavery. Yes. <laughs> Like, um, uh, animal sacrifice, the ones that weren't being eaten, um, like, um, lots of different rules around, um, sex and things that, uh, have very severe punishments for people who are being consensual.
1: Right so the punishments I want I would want to separate okay. that because the punishments like if we just don't look at the punishments and we just look at what the what the 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 commandments are cuz like there's a lot of things a lot of commandments you do or don't do and like you're not getting punished on a day-to-day basis like the the punishments are specifically there when we have that ideal setup um and in those in those scenarios a lot of those punishments never happen because there were so many rules around them. Um and I'm sure you've heard this before.
0: Yes, I have, but that's not the point. Where the point, well, the point we're talking about is where morality comes from. And whether or not they actually carried out a punishment doesn't change the fact that these acts were punishable.
1: But like you, you can get you get killed if you don't keep Shabbos. Yeah. Okay, that seems crazy. Well that's that's but stop that's, that's interesting you can actually see how it's a beautiful that's wonderful thing. That's interesting
0: because that's that neither aligns or unaligns with my morals. Like just keeping a, a set of arbitrary rules, um, it doesn't it doesn't seem to I don't know, it, it doesn't seem like a moral thing one way or the other.
1: So some things are tied. I think a lot of the commandments are either tied in specifically to morals and how to treat other people, and then there's other things that, like like you said, seem kind of arbitrary, but for some reason they're good for us. Like like Shabbos is good for us. I've I've not kept Shabbos and I've kept Shabbos. Shabbos is is a wonderful wonderful thing if you do it right, and it's it's just it, the, a lot of these things are frameworks for like just living your best life. Which is why I said again, it's coming back. Like it, it's about like it's in your best interest to do these things, to the best that you can. Um, so like, I I always say like separate the punishments because the punishments are only supposed to be a specific way, um, when like the Jewish people have a certain setup with like their temple and everything and the and the court system. But like that doesn't exist. And like,
0: right. But that's there's a,
1: there's a lot of very severe punishments. That never were were were, were um, you know, uh, act enacted because people just lived. They they understood that 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 the severity of the punishment just showed how important it was. It was kind of like it was kind of like a fear tactic that was never really done and and kind of like just as a part of the culture.
0: Right, but do you see why what I'm saying like that that's kind of separate from the morality of it because, you could you could have, a system where you have these things that are, are ostracized mostly because of a fear tactic and you don't actually carry out the punishment very frequently but at the same time you are considering those things to be moral or immoral like homosexuality is immoral and slavery is moral
1: Um. well do you want to talk about the many laws that about about slavery that i'm not an expert on but they they severely limit your ability to actually do slavery the same way that people imagine slavery one of the right. ten commandments and, itself and even, is even you can't kidnap how do most slaves become slaves they're kidnapped so like off the not, bat not
0: actually I'll, I'll, I'll let me give you a few points there to 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 your side um, and I'm not defending slavery. No, no, I'm no. I'm defending Judaism, and it's... There's, and it's, there's and something it's, uh, to be said about both slavery and animal sacrifice, and, and probably other things in the Torah, that were considered to be improvements from previous, and, you know, that's an, a common explanation for these types of things, yeah, is that what existed sacrifice. before was way worse. And so God didn't want to do a drastic change, and so he introduced these... T- Kind of more gradual changes, um, and so you know, and and the type of slavery in in the Torah, there's there's two types, and and one type is really um, indentured servitude, and there's a lot of laws, like you said, around restrictions on how they're supposed to be treated, um, and then on the other hand, there are slaves that are captured in war, that um, you don't hear too much about. Because I have a feeling they didn't treat them too nicely. <laughs> like, you never hear about those. You always know there's two types of slaves, and then they talk about the one that they're nice to.
1: What, in, 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 uh, the in and the... There's
0: the Evid Ivry and the Evid Kanani. And they always just go on and on about the Evid Ivry. <laughs>
1: right. But even then, you can't keep a slave for so long. It's just – it's part of like what, how the world has been. It's like like getting rid of slavery has been like a pretty modern – relatively modern invention.
0: And, and, uh, and the all of the people – Slavery is
1: actually at its height. If you look at the statistics, it's pretty terrible how the world is.
0: All all of the top abolitionists in the United States drew their morality from the Bible. So that's another interesting thing. Yeah, definitely. Because I I think it just contains all of humanity. I don't know. Um, I I think the Bible can be the source of morality and immorality. I think it's all contained in there.
1: Yeah, but also like, what's the attitude towards slavery? Like, you should actively ha- like get a slave. You should actively do this stuff. It's like if you happen kind to of. be in the scenario where there where you have a slave. Well,
0: and- <laughs> well, my bar mitzvah parsha starts off yeah. as. If you go out to war What, what the point is I, I can't remember it exactly in, in in English. I would have to like try to sing it in Hebrew and figure it out. But if you go to war and you capture a woman uh, then, like, there are things you have to do. So it's like you could take a spoil of war, but you have to do these things. So you're yeah. allowed to kidnap this person from her family, but you got to make her shave her head and not cut her nails, and, and then you got to see if you still really want to marry her. And it's really, um, <laughs> it's interesting, and maybe it's better than like being like Viking, willy-nilly take whatever you want. Like there are some consequences to it. But it is still allowing for it, you know, behavior that it wouldn't Okay, So wouldn't it agree accepts
1: with. the fact that that human beings <laughs> right, need, right. for some reason, in a lot of scenarios, on a, gr- a grand level, ha- like will make other human beings slaves. Yeah, that happens in the world. Yeah, and if that happens, here's a lot of extremely complex rules that are enforceable by punishment if you don't do them. Right. Because if we told you that you can't do these things. You'd probably, you'd I, I don't know, what's the consequence of that, knowing the way that humans are? If, if you have complete restrictions, you can't do this, you can't do that. Like, like what would happen? I'm trying to think right now. Like, oh, people just throw it all away, but people throw it away anyway, so like, what's the difference?
0: Yeah, well, I it's hard to know, like you said, how how and when these types of things were enforced. Like, if there was a slave whose master treated him improperly, um, you know, technically he should just be able to go to the court and, and be freed, but somebody would have to testify in his behalf. I think because I don't think the slaves allowed to testify. Like, how would that whole thing work? I don't really know. I wasn't around. I'm not an
1: expert on this, <laughs> and I'm sure if you if you bring in a rabbi that's that special like specializes in these these types of laws, they'll they'll give you a much better answer. That's our next podcast guest.
0: Yeah. Um, We gotta
1: find more of the people who are experts on specific topics.
0: I don't. I don't. I like exploring more than just being told facts. I like to. I like to think about the ideas and see where they take us. One hundred percent. Do you believe humans truly have free will?
1: I do. Um, But it's it's not it's not so. We do have free will. But. The world, God can force us by by supreme manipulation to not have free will. If if we really, but but he he limits himself actively so that we can.
0: And, and the, the flip side of that is, if we have free will, and if God is omnipotent, how could we do something that God would not be able to predict? You can't or, or do anything can that
1: God predict
0: so is that truly free will if god knows what's going to happen i guess because the, be. act,
1: the decision is up to us in the end of the day that's what free will is not the fact that like there's a there's, there's unlimited possibilities there, there's the multiverse god sees the multiverse uh, beyond the capacity that we can see any sort of multiverse let's say we can see we can see five options at the same time he sees unlimited that is, does that mean we don't have free will? It just means like we can just we have a choice to make and God's not making that choice for us. He's allowing us to make that decision for ourselves.
0: Yeah. Also, he probably would exist outside of space and time and and things that seem to come after for us or before that, that Well,
1: God that was... God exists outside of space and time cuz God created space and time.
0: Right. Um so so it is is all of life is basically a test to see um like if you're living up to God's expectations, what do you think the purpose of life is of God to, creating bring, to us? bring
1: God into this world
0: so God created a world for us to bring him into yes okay does i I mean I, I want to keep yeah, I do <laughs> <laughs> ask me questions you want what does have, that like... mean? <laughs> What? <laughs> how why how can god why would God create a world of humans to bring him into the world if God could just create a world that he could go into or he already was in what does that mean to that he needs us to bring him into the world that he created
1: he he wants us to he created the world so that we can do this
0: like, what's his motivation? If I understood that, <laughs> it could be God. <laughs> Fair. We don't, we don't really know.
1: That's the reality. Like, why did God create the world? Like, the best, th- like, we don't really, we don't, like, how can I answer that question? How can we answer many questions that we have? Um,
0: yeah, like. Yeah. No, it's I don't. A, know why it's a God answer. created the world? <laughs> <just, you know, laughs> if only
1: I had the answer to that, I'd be. I would know so much. It would be so simple. Everyone would just listen to whatever God had to say. But He gave us the free will and the choice, so that way, that because of that, we're limited to not even know that. Because if we knew that, how much more powerful would it be that we ignored it? We'd have no excuses.
0: Is is there any aspect of God or or religion or more more specifically god that you do have a a strong question about that you really want to know the answer to because a a lot of this is you're right it's it's impossible to know most of these answers but is there something that you you're like "Ah, i wish i really knew what the answer to that was it would help me have um, more faith, or something. probably
1: how the mechanisms work so that I can be more efficient with, with doing things. Okay. <laughs> if that makes any sense, I, think like, it, I want something to happen. A lot of it's outside my control. A lot of it I, I, I need God's help for, which is basically most things. Um, so like how do I actually tap into that power to make that, those things happen? Um, if, if you, if that could be clearer, that'd be great. Um, like just understanding why certain things happen certain ways and really understanding the outcomes of, of like, like, because you, sometimes I see things in life and it's just like, they, they happen in such a obscure and like particular way. I'm just like, there has to be like like, there's so many details going on that affect so many different lives intricately, intricately that's like like I want to see that web and how that actually actually works.' Um, cause that would be very interesting because like there's a lot of things that we might perceive as like something that's bad's happening, but like because that thing happened, like so many more good things happen. So like like I, I wish I could just see it and understand it more. and I constantly try to. Even though I ultimately will fail because I'm a small human being with a small brain, compared to God. So like, it's just like that's just my my uh, what I would want. Like you're saying, like your I think your question is more like, is there something that you struggle with that's kind of like well, told too. us as something to? Like, did I answer your question?
0: I thought it was an awesome answer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's good. Do you have any specific examples you would want to share about some of those patterns or? Uh, Things that happen in sequences.
1: I don't think I have like a specific answer, but like even things in like your daily life, like go through your day and like something big happened that was like heavy, maybe that you had to deal with. Like that affected the way you approached everything after that. So like when that hit you, like what if that didn't hit you that way? you would have just gone a, 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 like on your day like you normally would maybe you would have made different decisions um and that affected different people different ways and all of a sudden you're just like wow that's actually good that that thing happened even though it might have been an annoyance like i <laughs> i was we like i there was a crazy thunderstorm so when i was coming back oh, i heard um, about that yeah my my flight ended up getting uh like to, like i had, we had to land in a different uh city
0: did you have any flight what? Did you have any flooding at home?
1: I didn't have any flooding at home. My my home was fine, but like, um, we had like it was like our flight got delayed so much, and then we were landing in like a city that's like a three hour drive away, and, and we're like, how are we even gonna get home? And like my 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 kids and I'm like, oh. Like I'm so annoyed because all I want to do is like talk and negotiate like to get a rental car so I can zoom home right now like solve the problem myself. But like my kid, my two kids, like the, both of them need to go to the bat like go to the bathroom or get a diaper and then like whatever. And by the time like I'm then I'm waiting online. I'm like it's like so annoying. And by time t- I'm still waiting online. And then they're like, okay guys, we have a pilot, we got a plane, we're going. And I'm like, okay, that's so great because I I'm so much happier now than if than if I got on like the, I was first online and thought that I knew everything that was going to happen and just try to make these decisions like i'm just happier when like like when god forces his hand and and helps helps the best decision that i could be made happen on its own so that i don't have to make another stupid mistake because that's what's probably going to happen because i can't possibly see every possibility like how how i'm supposed to know that like the plane is going to be ready if i just wait patiently for an hour And how do I know that waiting is the right call and not, like, acting quickly to, like, to be – because there's so many times where I didn't act quickly enough. And now because of that, I had to face something else. And, you know, it's the way that everything plays out, like, there's so much doubt of like why why am i doing it like i did it this way oh i might i might have screwed up according to this one guy but according to this other guy <laughs> i did the right i did the right thing which one is it i just want to know so god help me do the right thing so that i i can at least like like learn what the right way to do things are because i'm i have no idea what i'm doing here half the time so like i might have regrets cuz i did something one way or the other but like i have to have like you know faith in god that like you know like Hopefully he helped me in this process and the things that I'm perceiving as, as mistakes ultimately might, might lead to blessings in the future or because or the, they might teach me something now at a low cost so that when I, when, I, when I come up to a challenge in the future, I can remember what happened and I can make a decision that can help me make uh, a good decision that has a much higher cost. So there's, there's just so many times on, on a regular basis that those things can happen. Um, that's amazing. So that's just one example of like what I've seen, like, and it's terrifying because like, what am I supposed to do? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I never know. I never know. Like, I, never know I never know what to do. I'm always Robert Frost looking down two paths in the woods. It's just I never exactly. So
1: you <laughs> go to God and you say, go "Help me cre- cre- create clarity, and help me uh, understand and act in the right direction of what I need to do." And ask that of him every single day, and you'll find yourself going in the right path. And that's why it's in your best interest to believe
0: in God. Uh, What do you think people who don't believe in God don't get? Or what are some common misconceptions that people might have about God?
1: I don't. I don't know. I don't know people. <laughs> I, okay, listen, I, I'm an expert on my belief of God. I don't, fair like, fair people, enough. Like I think people just don't like they haven't learned a lot. Like not everyone has the ability to not the ability, but the opportunity to um, to be exposed to the same things that I've been exposed to, and to have like my creativity, creativity, and spirituality, and openness. Like not everyone like anyone who's like high in openness are more spiritual. Like that's a personality thing. So, like, if you're low in openness, you might, like, throw these things out because, like, it's not something that makes perfect sense in the moment. Um, so, like, for, for, like, I think a lot of it has to do with personality, but those, but those types of people might connect to different parts of, of God and, and, uh, you know, Torah that, and then, uh, that I might be like, I, I can't really connect to this as, as much. Um, so I, I, think, I think the biggest, what was the question exactly?
0: Like what, what common misconceptions people have, but I, it, it's fair if you, <laughs> I, I don't know what common misconceptions yeah. I'd have
1: to like interview a lot of people That's and then like <laughs> have those answers. Like what, what do you, How, what do you think do you, are common you,
0: misconceptions you, about God I don't, that people I don't, have? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything, but, but I'll, I'll ask instead, do you think people who don't believe in God are, are missing out? Um,
1: you can you can have like a very blessed life without believing in God, but I think uh, believing in God can bring a lot of good things into your life. So it's not like if you don't believe in God, you're going to live a terrible life. I don't think that's true. Do um,
0: you think it's possible but, to live your best possible life without that belief?
1: Um, that might be more difficult. I I don't know. You could show me a person who's living their best life because they have all these other things and they're like, I never really believed in God. But then like you'll find out like they had all these like mo- spiritual moments or something where they – we like say, I don't believe in you, but <laughs> and they're like talking, having an open monologue monologue with God, <laughs> uh, where like they're they're having these 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 thoughts. Like you, you're you're like to open yourself up to like like the the greater being, the universe. Like someone like I don't believe in God, but the universe like has a way of doing things. I'm like, so you believe in God? You're just calling him the universe. Like so, it's just like I think a lot of times like that's what I'm seeing like. It's like in uh, the How I Met Your Mother show, like they're constantly ca- talking about the universe that had other plans. It's just like, why don't you say God?
0: It's the same <laughs> thing.
1: It's literally the same thing. Yeah. Except that God is bigger than that because God created the universe. God created the order. God created the. It was moving. It's moving forward now, and it's causing different things to happen for you, because God went like that, and then all of a sudden. Like, like I, my flight gets delayed and and then I, and then my kids are are pooping or something, you know, it's just, and then, and then because of that, like a small detail in my life, it teaches me something deeply. Like, it's just like, how did, how did that happen? And then, and then it's happening on a, on a grand scale in ways that like, if I even like, if you, if you showed me all that information, I wouldn't be able to take it in.
0: Yeah my uh my friend asked me this question so i want to ask you i'm curious when you daven when you pray do you just read the words in hebrew or do you also add in things in english that are more personal to you
1: if yes so if i have something on my heart or in my mind like the like i'm going to be able to communicate it best if i say it in english um and I feel like I'm actually praying that much. Um, I, I so when I'm when I'm praying, first off, let, let me just be completely like honest. Like consistency is very hard for me. So the consistent prayer, and, and we can come back to this why like I believe that it's in my best interest to to believe in God and to do all these things, because that's an active way of me improving on consistency is doing these things but when you actually like let go and connect to god and like you're saying these these words in hebrew and you've learned what these words mean and you hold those in your mind in ways you can understand while you're saying those hebrew words because it's like a muscle memory type of thing like you have the opportunity to connect about that specific um idea right then and there um in that moment saying those words it's like a meditation and, and, it's, and you can learn what those Hebrew words mean. Like you, you can open up a book and be like, oh, what do these mean? And like, what is this? And where did this come from? And then all of a sudden you have a very be- a good understanding. So what I what I do is I keep that understanding in the forefront of my mind as like, as like an abstract idea um, and like an, an open emotion just to try to like – just to try to be pushing myself in the right direction there because it's better than not trying. Even though I don't have it perfectly, um, I'm. It's you know, we, obviously we have the 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 concept of kavana or direction, um, which is like would I believe. That's the how I manifest it. Even though if you talk to another rabbi, they'll be like, that's 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 completely. That's not that's not how it works. And I'll be like, I don't I don't care. This is how it works for me. <laughs> so, so, like, I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm right. I don't, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I'm gonna try, and this is the best. So, if you're gonna try and do your best, and like, really be honest with yourself, and try to be, um, uh, what's what's the word, uh, self-aware of of everything that you're doing, like you're gonna be able to achieve what you're trying to do.
0: Gotcha. So is it for you? It's more so saying the words in Hebrew, but with a specific kavana, versus adding things in English.
1: No, I would add things in English if I really, really want to say them. I'm not going to be able to say them in Hebrew. Gotcha. I don't, I don't speak Hebrew fluently. If I spoke Hebrew fluently, it would probably <laughs> right, be the best I, way I to do. It. Yeah,
0: just meaning adding things in that besides for the the words that are <laughs> there written.
1: are there are specific opportunities where you can pause and add in your own things and you should and if you want specific to to communicate specific things to God you should stop at those those moments um, and and communicate those things because that's in your best interest <laughs> <laughs> no uh, because cuz first off it's like it's like you don't know, like when you're writing a letter like an ang- like a writing an angry email to someone but you shouldn't send it
0: uh-huh like
1: you have the opportunity to to write a a a, a like a, a begging <laughs> email <laughs> and to actually send it, but to not know if it was ever received or read, but to believe that God loves you and cares about you and and, and received it. And the reason you're not getting it immediately, first off, because that probably wouldn't be good for you, because like what kid, what parent gives their kid everything immediately, and then that that kid turns out to be good. Um so you have to understand, there's that dynamic that we're human beings, and if we just got everything that we needed, we probably wouldn't appreciate anything. Um, there is, you have to suffer and sacrifice in order to get things. Suffer is a little bit of a strong word, but you, but like, but like, even if you have like, let's say you have five options in front of you, like you have five, you have a decision to make, and you have five possible dis- decisions. What's the best decision? Well, I don't know. There's pros and cons to each one so if you want something in this world you need to give up something you need to f- sacrifice something in order to gain something else and it's just like you know we have the opportunity to to pick our pick and choose what our our sacrifices are uh, and what we want to gain and sometimes we don't because cuz that's just our our lot in life that's what we were what we're receiving but to communicate to, to god it can be like helpful on an emotional level because at least you're saying what you want you're saying it in your head you're saying it to a power that you believe can change your life and uh you know we believe in judaism that you can actually change your life through prayer so it's just gonna help on that level too
0: yeah that was my friend's theory actually that um that if you (laughs) added things into davening you you it would help you emotionally
1: so (laughs) a thousand percent i would agree you have an opportunity to, to 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 communicate directly to to the a being that can care for you more than you can possibly understand. Like put your mom and dad and all your friends and family together and then like just scale that up to infinity. That's how <laughs> much God loves you. And and God knows what's best for you. Even and and, we'll, and that's why he like everything works out the way that it does.
0: Noah, we're getting to the end of our time. I want to thank you again for joining me. Before you leave, what is one thing, if you had to choose only one thing that you want me and all of our listeners to know about God?
1: God loves you so much and wants you to have everything that you want. And if you can if you like in earnest really try to connect to him, he will help you.
0: Now I know.